The Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by Reaper Apparel Company. Reaper Apparel offers a casual line of superb fit, finish, and comfort. We design for those who refuse to die slowly and choose to live untamed. For those who aren't afraid to face the dark, for the ones that thrive in it, and for those who can appreciate life through a grim lens. That's Reaper Apparel Company. Go to the link in the description of this episode, use the promo code Mike Bono, and get 10% off. Also, the Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by my own personal merch store, the Stupid Should Hurt merch store. I have hats, I have t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, water bottles, notebooks, you name it, I've got it. The description and the link for that will be in the description of this episode. Also, right now, if you use the promo code WELCOME, I will give you 5% off of your first purchase. That's the Stupid Should Hurt merch store. Also, the Rod Home Rants podcast is brought to you by Tactical Brotherhood. All-American-made apparel, which helps support the Second Amendment. You can also find all this in the description of this episode with the link, Tactical Brotherhood. Part of every proceed does go to helping veterans, as it is a very good cause. All American-made products made right here in Minnesota. Go and check them out. Use the promo code PATRIOT15 to get 15% off your purchase. Now, let's start the show. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Ride Home Rants podcast. This is, as always, your host, Mike Bono. I got a great guest for us this week, but first and foremost, the Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by Steve Sabo and his three books. That's Jester's Run, How to Fail at Stand-Up Comedy, and Kayla's Gone. You can find all three of these books at his website, stevesabo.com, or by going to Amazon and checking them out there. If you type in the promo code Ride Home Rants, you will get free shipping on these books. Again, that's Kayla's Gone. How to Fail at Stand-Up Comedy, and Jester's Run. That being said, my guest today is a musical artist. He is a rapper. His name is Vaughn Lane, but you might know him as V-Dot. V-Dot, thanks for being on the show, my man. Appreciate it, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm awesome, man. Can't be better. Okay, so what made you want to become a, a rapper? Uh, probably like my, my upbringing, my upbringing, like it was a way to, I'm a, I'm a pretty shy dude. So it was a way to express my emotions and like, it, it's easier for me to put it down in the ink instead of say it sometimes. And you know what I mean? So it was that and like listening to Tupac and Biggie and just that motivation. Then it was uh, a lot of dudes in my city. They was rapping, and uh, I looked up to those dudes. And once I looked up to those dudes, it influenced me. And then uh, me and my crew, the people that I was with, we started like playing around at playgrounds, just rapping and being in parties, battle rapping, and it became a hobby. So- and uh. So you started started battle rapping. How long ago did you start battle rapping? When you said you were at the park, like I mean, we talked about kids all the way up to up to now. Like how long ago was this? 
like seventh seventh grade. Okay, seventh grade. I've been doing that for about twenty years, man. So, so you're pretty seasoned at the, at the battle rap, I would say. Would would it be would it be a dream of yours just to go up against Eminem, knowing that he's probably the best battle rapper that I've seen in my in my generation? I, I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely went run from him. But uh, I, I'll start with somebody else first before I go ahead. <laughs> yeah, don't want to start with the big dog, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> All right, I mean, you mentioned a couple of them, but so who are some of your uh, musical favorites and your inspiration? Uh, my like all time favorite is Jada Kiss. Uh, Jay Z, of course. Nas, and uh, like of course, Big Pop. And uh, I like Slick Rick. Like a lot, of, you know. What I mean, I like a lot. Like, as long as you, if you're pretty dope, man, I probably like you, man. <laughs> okay, so pretty much, is it just the the rap music in general that you would say is your inspiration? I mean, other than you know, just the the rap, the uh, them the rappers themselves, or or what is your inspiration? Uh. My inspiration is just music, period, man. Like, I, I grew up, I, I love all types of music. We grew up, we used to have to clean on Saturdays. My aunt had some Anita Baker playing, caught up in a rapture. And, uh, you know, I, I just get to it, and music just always got me going. Like, if I had a bad day, you can listen to music, and it'll uplift you. I feel music uplifts us all, in a way. Yeah, I mean, I would have to agree with that constantly, because... I listen to all different types of music. I mean, I, I'm all over the spectrum. Like people on when I'm when they're driving with me and I got my Spotify on shuffle. That like you'll go from like Eminem and then you'll get like some Frank Sinatra in there and then maybe some country music will come in and then it's just it's all over the map. And people are like, what? What, what's going on with this radio station? Like, it's not radio. This is actually my music. This is stuff I've downloaded and I listen to because there's a different genre of music. I feel like that's tells everybody how you're feeling just by the music that you're listening to. Do you agree with yeah. that? Yeah, I definitely agree, hundred percent. Does, does that come out when you're writing, like the emotion that you're feeling that day, or do you try to be in a different headspace when you're writing? Uh, it's probably about like 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 you said the emotion I'm feeling that day. Like if I you know if I had a bad day, it's probably gonna be talking about how the day went. If I had a good day, it's a, you know what I mean. But I, I I try to keep it positive. I try not to be negative because I got two children, two two little daughters, and uh, my my oldest she's six years old, about to be seven in uh, September. She looks up to me a lot. She wants to be a rapper. So I try to always keep that in mind. Like, I'm very mindful that uh, people are younger than me and uh, people watching. So try not to drop too many F-bombs. and (laughs) Pretty much that. See, me as a comedian, like, I... I try to clean up my act because I know, like, there's big money gigs and corporate gigs where they don't want you to swear at all. 
But, man, I, I was brought up. My dad worked in the steel mills his entire life. My grandfather worked in the steel mills his entire life. We just have that mouth that we don't even realize we're saying it and we're dropping F-bombs all over the place. And it's just, it, it's made me realize it. I mean, like you said, I got a 13-year-old myself, and he's picked up on my mouth. I'll, I'll say that. I mean, I, I'll say 13. He turns, thir- the, okay, this is the. Today's the third, but the show airs tomorrow the fourth. He turns 13 the fifth, so he turns 13 this week, and he's already picking up on the, as my mom would call it, the mill talk. <laughs> Just the F-bomb every other word, you know what I mean? So I get what you're saying with trying to censor yourself enough, and it, you know, it's hard for me, but I think it helps me grow as as a comic now. Did you start out that way with, you know, writing and trying not to be too controversial and, you know, too many swear words in your in your music, or have you grown to that now that you have children? Uh, well, I've never did curse a lot. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I curse here and there, but I'm not a big cursor. I've never been a big cursor because I wanted, I wanted like, I, first, first and foremost, like, my aunt is my biggest fan. Gotcha. And I know she she ain't with that. <laughs> She'll never listen to me if every every word is an F bomb. But sometimes I gotta do what I gotta do and uh I just won't let her hear those songs. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't need to listen to those ones, right? <laughs> no one. Alright, so now I gotta I gotta ask this question and this one came from Fitty, so blame him on this one. Are rappers okay. now better than they were better than the old school 90s rappers and you know what are your thoughts on that uh i don't i I don't think so i think it was in the 90s i feel it was more about talent now it's more about uh your following and your swag and who you are and like you know what i mean like I, i i don't think it's about talent no more and i think the rappers nowadays and i'm speaking of the industry rappers I'm speaking to industry rappers like uh, me. I, I feel like you gotta almost know how to sing and rap and dance, so you gotta be multi talented. You know what I mean? I just like to rap, get out the way. I don't do no dancing, man. Uh, I was gonna say you named like three things I can't do at all. You know, I, <laughs> I can't rap. I'm not that great of a singer, and I definitely can't dance. I, I dance. Like I look, I dance like a white guy. You know what I mean? I, I got them white guy moves. It's not, it's not happening. There's, there's no dancing involved with me. So I'm definitely. You you mentioned being being a father. So how do you balance being you know a musical artist and a dad? We'll be back after a quick break. Big labia energy. What if I eat a little cheese every day? <laughs> Just keep it. It's like I have a tolerance. Yeah, for cheese. Good Same job with cats. Your tolerance. Like if I pet a cat every day for the first week or two. I you were say if I eat a cat a little bit every day, <laughs> starting at the tail I mean, and just ate a little bit, then I'd be fine. But if I didn't eat a cat for three months. I would totally start at the face. Why yeah. would you start at the tail? If someone put a gun to my head and said, eat this cat. I'm trying to think of we're an acceptable scenario. we feline, right? <laughs> oh, did you think I was talking about pussy? Maybe. It could go there. I don't want to eat a cat. I want to eat a pussy. <laughs> Uh, when I, I like 
turn it into modes. Like from, like from the winter, I say to late fall to the winter, I'm in daddy mode. Well, I'm always going to be a father regardless. But like spring like now is like where I turn up the rapping. I go and I'll make songs. And then when it gets cold, I'll promote the songs, put them out. But uh, I'm always a father first. And uh, my kids, they understand that. They understand that. So... You said, you know, the winter winter time is when you're really promoting your song. So do you do you mainly write now? Like when now that we're in the spring, is this more of your writing period or are you trying to line line up shows and book shows through the summer? Yeah, I used to write. I actually something uh I discovered from my cousin Kilo. Shout out to Kilo. That's my cousin. Uh like I don't write no more. I go and I just punch in and I, I do it. I'll just freestyle songs now. I don't, I like, he taught me, I watched him do it. And when I watched him do it, I picked it up. And uh, that's how I've been, like, I'm I'm, I'm getting better and better. And I adapted, because that's what uh, the rappers in my city, they all, they punch. They punch, like, because back in the day, like when me and me and my uh there was a we first started going to the studio, it was a dude named Scoop Beats. He had a recording studio. So we we'd be at his studio and uh this is the trick. He had a, a recording thing, like he had a his mic and everything was like terrible. I don't know how he got it to sound the way he sound, but he'd get it, but you had to do it perfect. And everybody on the song had to be perfect. So if it was three people on the song, you had to have the hook perfect. Every verse had to be perfect without any mess ups. If you had one mess up, we all had to go back and do it over. So it taught me how to get my stuff right. And then we would practice, we would practice. And uh, that's how like, I perfected doing it. So you're more like now, how often are you in the studio You know, to record? Is it just like when you're in inspiration mode or anything like that like how often because i know you said you're freestyle so how often are you in the uh in in the studio to record and how many tracks would you record in one session um i probably go i say once every two weeks and i do about i get about eight songs done in four hours wow that's yeah that's a lot because I mean I know me I mean mine's a little different I'm writing jokes and stuff like that but everything I say on stage is a true story or it happened to me or I or I saw it somewhere along the lines and you know people ask me all the time like oh man where do you come up with material it's like you don't have to write material just live your life and if you think something's funny you know you might have to put a little twist on it here and there to make it a little funnier but you know so like I'm always writing. People are always like, "Why do you have that notebook with you?" Because if I see something when I'm out and I think it's funny, you know, I can make a joke about that. I'll just write write it down, like what it is, and then I formulate my joke that way. So when yeah. you're on stage performing, like how do you formulate your set list and everything like that? So like, how do you make the show flow when you're on stage? Uh, I like like almost like you just said, I. I take bits and pieces. Like, it might be something that happened in a basketball game that was like, you know what I mean? Or the, 
Chris Watt, uh, Will Smith smacking Chris Rock. I'll sit there and write it. I might put that, jot that down. And I, you know what I mean? I'll wake up and I'll be in my head and I'll go and I, like, it's like things I see, man. I just go off of things I see, things I do, and like everyday, everyday life. Like, you know what I mean? I, I'm a big sports, I'm a big sports fanatic. Like, I'm, I'm probably good as, I'm probably good at sports talk as I am a uh, rapper. <laughs> so who, who's, like, your, I, who's your favorite teams? You're talking to a fellow sports buff here. So who's your favorite teams? Basketball? Sure, yeah. Uh, I like Golden State. Okay. What about uh, football, baseball, any, any of that, getting into any of that? Football, I, football, I like the Carolina Panthers. And uh, baseball, I like – I got two teams in baseball. I like the Yankees and, and I like the Oakland A's. Oh, man, we, we just clashed on like, on like two of those because <laughs> I'm, I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, so Carolina's in our division, so I can't, I can't get on board with that. And I got two teams in baseball, the, the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Boston Red Sox. So, like, wow. <laughs> just, just, like, off the rip. I, I don't get into basketball too much. Um, but if I would, I mean, I'd have to say, you know, I'm still, I would have to say Chicago Bulls. I grew, I grew up in the 90s watching Jordan play. So, I mean, I, I can't go against the Bulls, even though, you know, they haven't been what they were since the 90s. But, you know, it's. It's yeah. something I've, all, I've always followed them, and like with with Tampa Bay, everyone says, "Oh, you're a bandwagon fan." Oh, because of Tom Brady, and they won a Super Bowl. It's like I've been a fan since they were in the cream sickle orange jerseys. I even had yeah. a cream sickle orange jersey. I don't switch teams <laughs> just because you know somebody's doing better than the other. But you know, it's 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 fun to to. I think sports is another thing like music and like in like comedy it's a way to just yeah. escape from everything else going on in the world my, my people already uh, always tell me that i'm a, a a sports analyst in a rapper body like i i <laughs> I, I, I spit a lot of punchlines it's like sports they're like sports uh punchlines like i'm big on sports i watch sports i watch sports center from the time i wake up to it like it's, it's on espn I could probably live with just having two channels, ESPN one and ESPN two. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I I used to be like that, and but you know what? Now in the day and the age that we're at with technology and everything, where it says my phone is, I'm surprised you haven't heard it yet. Like it's gone off like four or five times right now, and it's all ESPN updates, like news articles. Uh, I'm a big hockey fan. Penguins are playing right now in the playoffs. I'm getting updates on that. Like it's forever. And it's forever keeping my wife awake at night because even at the middle of the night, she just hears, that's all she hears all night. She keeps telling me, I got to turn that notification off, but I I keep forgetting. It's it's, it's what it is, what is what it is, but I'm a huge sports fan. I've actually uh, wrote for a couple blog sites when I was fresh out of college and everything like that. So, you know, I got a little bit of the sports writing you know, in me too as well. And it, it was a lot of fun because I had the uh, the fantasy side of it, you know. So I was dealing with all the fantasy sports and everything like that and all the points and everything. So really made you dive in and really pay attention to the game a lot more. Like, it, I probably annoy the crap out of anybody I watch the game with because I can see a guy catch a five-yard pass. I'm like, ooh, that's like three points right there. That was a catch. 
plus you got five yeah. yards. Oh, plus the quick yeah, the quarter, but like I analyzed the game now. I had to I had to take a break from watching sports because I was diving way too into the technical side of it and wasn't just enjoying it for what it is. Yeah, I definitely understand. Do you get like that when like you're listening to the other musical artists or anything like that? Do you like feel like you're like analyzing like their lyrics and their beats or anything like that? Yeah, like a lot of I don't know, like a lot of people in the in the industry, like I, I like I won't listen to, and they be like, "Why I like I don't listen to rappers that I'm better than." Like if I'm if I feel like I can rap better than you, I probably won't listen to you. Like, <laughs> like if you can't motivate me. I can't learn anything off you. There's no reason for me to tune in. You know what I mean? Hey. Even though you can learn something off of everyone. Right. I feel like you definitely can learn something off of everybody. But, like, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like my they're, they're getting paid for their talents, and they, they, they don't even have talent. They're multimillionaires, and I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to make it. Uh-huh. And I'm better than 75% of them. <laughs> I, I I hear that, man. Like I I sit on Netflix most of the day, and I, and I watch other comedians. That's kind of like my game film, if you will. Since we were talking about sports and that, and it's like, man, this guy's got a special. I'm funnier than him. Like, why is how is he on TV, and I'm still sitting here working for pocket change? You know, what I mean, and and I get it, and, and I gotta tell you, like you know, like I was mentioning that book in the beginning with Steve Sabo, you know. I read that book, How to Fail at Stand-Up Comedy, cover to cover. Like, all these America's Got Talents and all that. Like, if you have an agent, like, you're a shoe-in for the show and a shoe-in to get. Like, it's all fixed. Like, they told me that he he put that out there in that book, and that just blew my mind that it's, like, it's that fixed. I mean, that if you have the right agent, you're going to move forward regardless if you're good or not. Like, that, that kind of ruins some of those shows for me. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, outside of, you know, rap music, you know, what other genres of music uh, do you listen to and, you know, do you, you know, enjoy in watching the performers and who who are some of the uh, your favorites outside of rap? Uh, outside of rap, uh, I, like, I like, I'm a big R&B fan. I like R&B. Oh, you know what I mean? I like Beyonce. Uh, I think Chris Brown's a pretty dope artist. Um, I used to like I'm, I'm, I like old school people too. I like I like old school R and B. Okay, you know I grew up on uh, Keith Sweat, New Edition, <laughs> that type of stuff, man. Like so, I, I'm I'm big on the old school, but there's a lot of dope artists in the new school that I, I definitely get down with. Definitely. I like Miguel. I think Miguel's pretty dope. Uh, Summer Walker. Uh, her. Um, pretty much, man. If you, if, if you're in it and, uh, you make a noise and then like for, uh, performers, uh, I, I think Beyonce's a tremendous performer. Um, Chris Brown, he can dance. Um, that's pretty much it. Like, pretty much it. <clears throat> All right. 
I, I can get down with that. So I, I got to tell you here, uh, V dot. Okay, how did how did you come up with the name V dot for 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 your name there? Uh actually, my classmate, uh, Dwayne Brown, he he passed away like in two thousand and five. But he also he he's always called me V dot com, like because <laughs> my initials. Like V.com. And uh, it, it stuck. It was just, you know what I mean, with the V.com. Like, and it's just always, like, people don't even call, my daughter don't even call me. Like, you ask my daughter my name, she's going to say V.com. She's going to tell me wrong. <laughs> so, it's just stuck, man. I just feel like I'm, I'm V.com. Hey, you know, if, if it works for you, I got I gotta tell you, I mean, a lot of people know this. My my real name ain't Mike Bono. You know, it's it's Michael Bonaventura, but Bono has been a family nickname of mine passed down from my grandfather. So like, it's just it's stuck with everybody in my family. And I felt like it was taking them too long to say my name when I was going up on stage. And if I only got five minutes, I mean, it takes them a minute and a half to say my damn name. So that cuts into my set time. So shorten it down to to Mike Bono as my stage name. Um. But I got to get this segment in because Fiddy will kill me if I don't get this this segment in. Uh, this is the Fast Fiddy Five. This is five random questions from the wonderful manager of the podcast, Johnny Fiddy Falcone. And VDOT, I mean, these, got, these have nothing to do with what we've been talking about for the entire time. So if you know Fiddy at all, I mean, these are as random as random gets. It's going to be... I, I, I can see what it has. It's it's gonna be kind of rapid fire, but you can elaborate if you need to. So if you're ready, we'll get rolling with the Fast Fifty Five. All right, let's do it. All right, question number one: Who are tougher's pro boxers or Olympic wrestlers? Ooh, I gotta go with the boxers. Okay, okay. Where would you rather live in a high rise condo in? In the downtown, it. Oh, he messed this up real bad. Okay, hold on. Where would you rather live? In a high rise condo in a downtown at a big city or a log cabin on 100 acres with no neighbors? Probably on a, the, the log cabin with no neighbors. I'm a loner. Okay. So I'll probably, probably go that route. I gotta tell you that 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 just sounds fantastic. A log cabin with no neighbors, hundred acres. Yeah, sign me up for that for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, question number three: Is applesauce overrated or underrated? Underrated. Underrated. All right. Number four: Who was a better basketball player, Tim Duck- Duncan or Carl Malone? Uh, I got to go with Tim Duncan. Okay. All right. Is <laughs> is bar soap or liquid soap better? Liquid. All right. That, <laughs> that was the Fast Fitty Five. <laughs> He's here to clean up, man. He... <sighs> He took it a little easy on you. I mean, because I'm sure if you've listened to the show, you've heard all the animal questions and just the most. And you follow him on Instagram, so I mean, you see all that. You were locked in a cage with a bear, and it's you and Conor McGregor. Like who comes out winning? Like it's just the most random stuff in the world. 
I love Fitty for that, for sure. But like I said, VDOT, we are running down near the end of the episode, so I give every guest this opportunity. If there's anything you want to get out there, anything you want to promote, a good message or anything like that, I'm going to give you about a minute. The floor is yours, my man. Uh, yeah. I got new music coming. And uh, also, my cousin, Ace Sparks, who rapped, he got a, a mixtape coming. And uh, it's called Op Air, O-P-P-E-R-A. And uh, that'll be dropping soon. He got a feature from me on there. And also, I do got a... October is out. It's been out since October, but it's on all streams, all streaming sites. You can go on all streaming sites and download that. Check it out. And uh, October two coming in the uh, next next October. So look out for that too. Other than that, man, love, peace, and happiness, man. All That's right. about it. All right, man, I appreciate that. Everyone, go download this man's music. I already started downloading it as soon as I knew he was going to be on the show. I've been listening to it for a little while now. It's great stuff. you got to listen to got to listen to him. I also want to get this out there. We do have a brand-new sponsor for the month of May. That is Nick Tamba and Coach's Dry Rub. I didn't want to mention this at the beginning because each guest, VDOT, you will be getting a complimentary bottle of the Coach's Dry Rub. Just go to tombaskitchen.com for all the listeners out there. Pick out your favorite dry rubs, and you can get them there. That's Coach's Dry Rub at tombaskitchen.com. VDOT, I'm already going to get one sent your way for you. I got to tell you, man, this stuff is the bomb. If you like barbecue food or anything like that, it goes great on anything. Definitely. All right. So once again, thank you, VDOT, for being on the show. That's going to do it for me. I will see y'all next week. But as always, if you like the show, be a friend. Tell a friend. If you didn't, tell them anyways. They might like it just because you did it. That's going to do it for me. I will see y'all next week. The Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by Dubby Energy. Energy drinks made for gamers, streamers, and podcasters alike. For gamers, streamers, and podcasters alike, go to the link in the description where you can find the best energy drinks out there. Less caffeine than a cup of coffee. Also, no jitters and no crash afterwards. Use the promo code Mike Bono and get yourself 10% off. Also, the Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by my favorite sponsor of the show, and that is Shankit Golf. Golf apparel made for the everyday golfer. We might not go out and shoot a six under par. We're probably going to shoot a six over par. But this is going to give us the gear that's going to help us rock it on and off of the course. Go to the link in the bio. Use the promo code Mike Bono and get yourself 10% off there as well.